0: Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install.
1: For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now.
2: News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor.
0: Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Jeremy Rutherford coming off of two blues games since the last time that we were able to speak with the St. Louis blues insider for the athletic. He joins us as he does each and every Tuesday here on BK and Ferrario. JR, we appreciate the time as always, man. Hope you had a happy new year. How you doing today?
1: Yeah, doing well, doing well. I got to tell you guys something that just happened here. Get a kick out of it is every time I join you guys, I tweet it and uh, tell, you know, Hey, I'm going to be on at such and such time. Well, every once in a while you'll get bots, you know, that are just kind of generated tweets. Well, lately I've been getting this one. It's gotta be a I generated because it makes it specific to whatever you tweeted. So it'll say, can't wait to hear you talk about the blues. And it's not an actual person. And this time she wrote, don't forget to bring the tea and spill it. So mm. during this segment, I want to make sure that uh, we don't forget to bring the tea and spill it. So
2: Jerry, are you saying all the people that tweet me after I say like, Hey, pregame coming <laughs> up next or are, are all bots and nobody's excited for
1: it? Uh, yeah, Alex, I looked, You so, have 11 followers. Yeah, uh, most true. of them are bots. So, yeah. yeah that sounds but, about uh, right. but Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny because this one gets a little specific to what you're actually talking about, but, uh, Obviously, AI, I want to preserve my job as a writer. I don't want uh, artificial intelligence to take over (laughs) here. Spill the tea. Anytime I get a chance to poo-poo these guys, I will.
0: Oh, there we go. And hopefully you've got plenty of tea to be able to spill today with us. JR, what's the latest (laughs) with Justin Falk?
1: The latest is uh, he did not practice today. The Blues uh, took two days off. That's a rarity. Uh, But uh, with the holiday and then with the extended break here until the game on Thursday, they were not on the ice the past couple days. And then today with the team back on the ice, uh, afterwards, Drew Bannister said they hope to get Justin Falk uh, back on the ice skating in the next couple of days. If and when they do that, BK, then they can uh, have a better timetable of what's going on. But he's not expected to play on Thursday. Even if he skated uh, tomorrow, he probably wouldn't play on Thursday. And so he's calling them day-to-day right now, but uh, the return's not imminent.
2: Uh, One guy that is expected to play on Thursday, Jr. is uh, Nathan Walker, who was recalled yesterday. They sent Mackenzie McEachern down to waivers. Makes sense because Walker's been tearing it up. I I guess my question is, one, why did it take so long for them to bring Nathan Walker up? And two, are you surprised that there aren't more guys brought up from the AHL?
1: Yeah, so let's start with Walker. He's had a great season for Springfield. He signed a one-way deal that uh, I would have thought that he would have been in in St. Louis at the start of this year, but uh, it was a numbers game at the beginning, especially with the guys that they would have had to put through waivers like in Alexandrov, so uh, they kept him. uh, But uh, they're just not getting it from the bottom six, and particularly that fourth line. Not that you're leaning on that line for offense, but nothing from them. They've tried it with uh, McEachern here of late. Uh, not really much developing there so they're going to give Walker a try and so he did skate today on that left wing with uh, Sunquist and Sammy Blay looks like that'll be the fourth line against Vancouver and we'll see what Walker brings I think the thing with Walker you kind of know what you're going to get and so you're hoping for a little more if you try other players and it seems like the Blues Alex always kind of circle back to Walker and say hey we need what this guy brings so I think it's going to be uh, a player that you're going to notice and a player who has the ability to put the puck in the net if, if he gets a chance.
0: Jar, a guy that I thought we would notice more with him on the ice was Sammy Blay this season. Unfortunately, we did notice him over the weekend, but it was not a positive. It was a significant penalty. He ends up, I think, not playing for the next 25 minutes of the game. What are you seeing right now from Sammy Blay?
1: i think i don't want to take the easy way out but i think a lack of confidence and i use that word because he's mentioned it to me a couple times and you know why is that like uh, he comes back to st louis from the, the trade uh from new york and and uh and then he signs a contract here you know, based on uh what the blues know about him already plus you know a little bit of uptick in his offense and i don't think anybody expected that to continue especially at that rate but you felt like at you know Best case scenario, you had a top nine player you know, who could play on that third line for you. Um, he didn't get it done in that role at the start of the season. They've moved him down to the fourth line. Look, Alex and I sit next to each other in the press box, and you know you'll see the occasional Sammy Blay big hit, and uh, he's up there at the top of the team in terms of that hit. But you know, just not really any other parts to his game right now. And then when you take a penalty like he did, you know Drew Bannister kind of going out of his way again uh, today talking about that's an unnecessary. Uh, penalty there so uh he's hurting the team a little bit right now uh but it looks like based on the line combinations he'll get back in there i think that you know sammy blay is a guy who still can be that guy for you in terms of a bottom six inexpensive guy and kind of help you stay competitive, but for whatever reason just hasn't been able to get the job done.
2: You know, Jr. I was a little surprised, and I understand it's like the first practice since being two days off. They've got a couple more before their game on Thursday, but I was surprised that Bannister didn't juggle up the lines at all, and I only say that because there has not been a lot of even strength goal scoring beyond Robert Thomas, Pavel Buchnevich and Jordan Kairou. Why is that in terms of Bannister sticking with those line combos if he's not getting more depth of offense?
1: Yeah, and Alex, you know, uh, we recorded that last-minute blues podcast today, so that'll be out later where we kind of expand on that topic a little bit. But just to touch on it here, you know, does he break up that Buchnevich, Thomas, Cairo, you know, just to try to bounce it out a little more? I don't think that he necessarily can. You know, they've tried that. They tried that with uh, Craig Berube, and it didn't lead to much. Uh, you know, I think that if they're getting offense, especially from Thomas, they've got to keep those guys uh, together, and you're just going to have to ask for more from these uh, second and third lines. And I talked to Bannister today a little bit about uh, the fact that they've hit what four posts in that Pittsburgh game. And, and just in the last week or you know two, they've had a lot of uh, hit posts, missed shots, so on and so forth. Is it, you know, that's just hockey or do they need to bear down more? And he said, more pucks got to get on that. You know, I think the other night they had neighborhood of 60 attempts and, you know, they're just not scoring on those opportunities. And so you can juggle the lines only so much before it's going to come down to you know, having the right players and getting the production from those guys if they're capable of it.
0: Jay, our final question that I had for you, I did want to ask you about Robert Thomas and the performance that we've seen from him so far this season. Uh, if you just look at his numbers compared to some of the best players in the league, he's third in the league in even strength points. Only McKinnon and Kucherov have more so far. He's on pace for 35 goals, 90 points, and remarkably, given what the team has been so far this year, a plus 27 on the ice. Do you think it's fair to say at this point that Robert Thomas has officially developed into a number one center in the NHL?
1: I think so, yes. Uh are they gonna put his face on the TV when they say blues are playing Thursday? Yes, it's gonna he's gonna be that guy. You know, is he to the level of a Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid? No, and will he get there? He he could. Uh but he is that type of player. And Doug, I'm sorry, uh, Drew Bannister did talk about that today, saying he's getting to that star level. All you have to do is look back at these last two games. Yes, the Blues lost them, uh, but uh, Robert Thomas and other players, let's not forget them, you know, the defensive pairing with Colton Preco did a phenomenal job against Colorado's Nathan McKinnon and Pittsburgh's Sidney Crosby. Uh, so there is so much, guys, that goes into being a, a number one true center in this league, and Robert Thomas checks all the boxes he did it again in these past couple games. He's scoring 12 points last eight games. He's getting it done on both sides of the puck, and he is, it appears, going to be that guy. So, a uh,
2: final one from me, and there's a lot of excitement for Blues fans around all of these prospects that have been performing at the World Juniors. I just got a text uh, from, from Roger, who's in charge of the uh, PR for the Blues. The Blues lead the World Juniors tournament, their prospects, with 35 points. Should the hype be real for all of these guys for Blues fans?
1: Yeah, you weren't supposed to say that came from Roger. I was going to use those stats. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> use them as my own. <laughs> Uh No, it's it's tremendous. And there were some other good nuggets in there. I mean, of the Blues' seven prospects, uh, all of them made the quarterfinals. Uh, six of the seven had at least a point today. So, you know, those stats coming uh, from the Blues. And, and the fact that uh, 35 combined points of Blues' seven prospects at the World Junior Championship Tournament, that's the tops in the NHL. Obviously, the more players you have, the better chance you're going to have to to rack up points and and have that distinction. Uh, But still, those players have to produce, and the Blues players did in this tournament. And, you know, you you talk about uh, the Snuggaroos and the Dvorskys. That's great. But how about uh, Jacob Stansel today gets two goals for Czechia, including the game-winner. To knock Canada out of the tournament, it's just been a phenomenal tournament for Blues prospects up and down. This is what they envisioned when they decided to go towards the retool, rebuild, whatever you want to call it, and uh, and these guys are starting to come through. So it's a different level. The NHL, once they get over here, of these seven, maybe only two or three make the NHL. Uh, but it's a good sign when you have so many to grab from.
0: Jr. we appreciate the time as always, man. Looking forward to all of your great work as always over on The Athletic and following you on Twitter at J.P. Rutherford. Enjoy the game coming up later this week. Enjoy the next couple of days off, which will be nice for you. We'll talk with you again next week, my man.
1: Yeah, a couple stories coming up and just uh, spilling a little tea here as we wrap There up. we so go.
0: As we do each and every Tuesday with our great friend, the one and only Jeremy Rutherford.